Canada. from all around the globe i am your host jeff dawson east coast sports investors and this is your closing bell for friday june 7 2022 what a day father's day weekend i've uh, been watching a lot of the u.s open colin morikawa minus five is your leader we have him at plus 3100 pre-flop right now uh rom rory uh, at minus four, it's going to be one hell of a weekend, guys. Take a snapshot of the um, of the scoreboard today. It's going to flip ten times on Saturday and probably another fifteen times on Sunday. But you you got to make the cut. You got to get to moving day. You got to have a decent moving day to get to Sunday sweats. We've set ourselves up. We're going to be ready for a great great weekend. Uh, right now, the cut teeter tottering on plus three or plus four. Uh, I have some DraftKings lineups that could really use a plus four. Currently doing amazing, which is unheard of for me in DraftKings. But it's 6.30. I know Scotty's got some action on a 6.40 game. So let's bring him in. Let him get that game out to you guys, and then we'll go from there. The one and only Mr. Scott E. Webb. Afternoon, sir. Mr. Jeff, how are you today, brother? I'm doing great. I can't complain. I, I'll be honest with you. Today's board in baseball uh, looks real, real tough. It's fade the public Friday. It's payday. Uh, I did leave the Phillies um, first five on the desk minus the hook. They hold on for a five to three. Uh, Atlanta streak at 14 is now stopped. And this is how baseball is in our action parlay on Sunday. We had Thompson as our big dog against the Yankees. Gave up five in the first, three in the second. Thanks for playing. And today he looked like Cy Thompson. But with that said, I yeah, we talked. Uh, you got some action on the uh, 640 game. Why don't you take the stage, give them what you're seeing there, then we can go back and forth. Yeah, no worries. Look, um, um, this is Milwaukee and Cincinnati. And um, Milwaukee's been struggling. Of course, they, 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 uh, they lost again last night to the Mets. Um, they took a lead, but they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't close it out. Lauer has um, been one of their better pitchers. And uh, this is a team that's, um, I don't want to call them on life support because that's not really the right word. Um, they're a team that, that needs to uh, figure things out pretty quick because uh, without Peralta and without Woodruff, um, that's what made this team good was their starting pitching. And then Lauer stepped up and Lauer was, oh my God, he was as good as those guys. 
and uh, Lauer hasn't been as good here as of late. Um, and uh, his last four starts haven't been very good. Um, he's had one. He's had one start in the last four that have been over, over what I would consider to be average. I mean, game score of fifty-four. That was his. That was his best. <laughs> so, so then you look at Hunter Green, um, and uh, he had his struggles early. And you know, we all fell out of our chair when he like, oh my God, he throws one hundred sixteen thousand million miles an hour. Um, but his arm didn't fall off, and he kind of figured things out a little bit. And um, his last two starts have been great. And then two starts before that were great. He had two kind of in the middle that weren't so good. Um, he's already faced Milwaukee twice this season, and um, he didn't fare too good in those games. So why are you betting on him today, Scott? Well, I'm betting on him today because <clears throat> of a couple of things. One, um, um, when, you look at, when you look at what the Reds just did, um, the, Reds, the Reds played um, – in Arizona, they won two out of three in Arizona, so they're bringing good positive momentum home. And uh, when you look at what Milwaukee did, uh, Milwaukee just lost two out of three to the Mets, and they lost two out of three to the Nationals, and they lost four straight to Philadelphia. So this is a team that's that's fading and fading fast, and they're going to face a kid that can pitch. And uh, maybe this kid's figured out how to pitch. Now, what's interesting in this game? I played it full game, um, and I'm, I'm taking I'm taking uh, plus money at the full game. It's plus one hundred three. If you flip this over, Jeff, and you look at it first five, uh, guess who the favorite is? It's Green. He's minus one fifteen or minus one twenty in the first five innings. Um, so I'm not going to pay that um, because when I looked at the bullpens. Um, the bullpens, uh, for whatever reason, Milwaukee's bullpen is 28th, 28th in the last uh, 14 days. Um, not that Cincinnati is that much better, but I mean, there's 26th. Uh, but offensively, Cincinnati is better than, than Milwaukee. And, and that's hard to say because, uh, you know, Cincinnati's not been that great on offense uh, either. But I think this is about the pitcher. I think the pitcher is going to do well today. And I think you're getting a pretty good price on him. Uh, so, so I'm going to take green. I'm going to take the momentum that they got coming in off of beating Arizona. And um, I think this is a good spot to beat up Lauer a little bit. Um, you know, as I said, the board was full of, uh, you know, we talk about landmines versus gold mines. Uh, uh, you know, I talked to, uh, we did the breakfast bankroll this morning with Riley and, and we talked about uh, the Phillies, and Washington, and if Phillies won game one, what's your thoughts on Washington game two? I had them on, and then I, I, I just thought there was way too much movement. I thought, honestly, that I told them it would go down to about a 115. It did. Uh, it used to be money, Scott. After a doubleheader, you lose the first game. Whoever loses the first game, you come back with them. I looked at the Washington numbers. I can't back them. I'm sorry. I cannot back them. Well... You know, we talked about this yesterday in the morning about spots. And um, you can't bet on teams that aren't going to give it you their all. And I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, Washington's no good. And, you know, you say that about teams and then they go on these little runs. Um, and, and every team will do that. I mean, it's, if they play 162, so every team's going to go on a little bit of a run. But a Washington might only go on a three or four game win streak. That's it. That's all they get. And then they'll go on seven straight losses again. They don't have a competitive fire in that team. 
that's it's 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 hard to understand but um you know we you know i spoke about it as being the dog days of summer have come come early and um i think that that's one of the teams that's caught up in that the chicago cubs are caught up in that they lost 10 10 11 straight games and until they won today but they won one or nothing um so it's not like they they beat the crap out of whoever they played and then the good teams go on these big runs you know the yankees and the 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 Braves and these guys, they just go out there and keep beating teams. So, you, you know, you, you pick your spots and, and, and a doubleheader to me, uh, when you're, when you're, when you got a team like Washington, I, I couldn't support them at all. Now, having said that, <clears throat> there are ways to figure out how to bet those games and you got to look at totals or you got to look at team totals or something like that. Uh, instead of sides and, and so forth. I will tell you that what, what scares me about that game, and the only thing that really scares me about that game is Espino's not a good pitcher, but he's a better pitcher than what the Phillies are throwing out there. So so I sit there and think to myself, okay, well, he's a better pitcher, but the offense is just so much better with Philadelphia um, that, that how, does, how does that factor in? And I just sit there and go, okay, well, they're not they, – they're not the Baltimore Orioles, right? The Orioles aren't very good, but they're pretty damn pesky, and they they go out and fight and they win these games. Um, and and you know, even the Pirates win games like this, and and the Nationals don't. So I think they've thrown in the towel. So I, I wouldn't support the Nationals on hardly any any bets. No, um, on our uh, weekly email venture to potentially twenty five thousand new family members. Uh, I do have San Fran minus the run line. Uh, both teams anemic offensively, according to fan graphs, the last 10 days. Uh, San Fran's pitching's been a lot, lot better. Um, again, is this going to be three to one? Is it going to be four to two? Uh, that was our email play of the day. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to talk about this one. Uh, SoCal DJ, he comes up with all these crazy trends on Twitter, angles and stuff. Every time Freeland pitches, it's, you know, an under. It's an under. Uh, this was an overnight of 11, and it is 12 and a half juiced over, Scotty. Uh, Gore has been hit or miss. Freeland has been respectable. Padres bats are smoking. First half of the game, 15 to 20 miles an hour straight out. Uh, I, yeah, I'm bucking the trend here, but when a line changes one and a half in Coors Field, I told you 12, 12 and a half is an auto over. Well, it could be. I mean, um, here's here's my thoughts on this game. And and, and um, um, this is one of those spots where um, the last time that Gore pitched, the very last time, um, I'm pulling it up right now. The last time that he pitched, he pitched against Colorado. So this is the back-to-back start stuff that I talk about. And you see it over and over and over when you look at these things. Um, he pitched two and one-third innings, gave up six or five hits, six runs, four walks to Colorado. So he's not going to do that today. That, 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 he, he's got a game score basically of 60. It's 59. But it's it's – um, that, that game score was a 20. It's the worst he's had all season by far. It's the worst he's had all season and his lowest game score. Other than that's 52. This, I mean, Gore's like, he's like an ace. 
So, so here you go. We're going to throw a, a, a game score 60 kind of pitcher out there who, who threw a game score 20. Shit, he might throw a goddamn no hitter today. I'm just making that up. But you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, that that's kind of the philosophy here. And then if you look at Freeland on the other side, um, when I get Freeland, there he is. Freeland, he threw in that they were matched up against each other. It was the same game. He threw a game score 62. His game score for the season is a 48. So that's one of the best games he's thrown. So I don't look for him to be able to back that up and support that. So, so can the game go over? Well, maybe so. And especially if San Diego gets hot and then San Diego hits, I'm expecting Gore to pitch pretty good. San Diego, San Diego's offense, um, when I looked at it, was like fourth, I think. Where is it? Dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah, fourth. They are fourth in offense right now. And Colorado is 29th. Uh, um, so, so when I look at it from that perspective, I got a, a huge offensive edge. I got a starting pitching edge. Um, the only thing that the only thing that uh, San Diego doesn't have going for them, a hundred percent in this game, is the bullpen because for whatever reason, Colorado's bullpen's ranked number one over the last fourteen days. Um, but I, I I decided that that you know if they're going to win and he's going to pitch good and then they're expecting runs, I don't mind the run line here. I'm not going to pay the 145 or whatever it is. I thought it was. I got him. I got him at a, a run line minus 105. So I, I took Gore on the run line minus 105. That was my my, my wager in that game. Um, and I, I just, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to play an over when I think one pitcher is going to do really good. Nine five final. How's that? I'm I'm good with it. I've been staring at Toronto. Again, the Yankees, that's all they do is win. I I, I think Toronto, hey, as good as Toronto's playing, they're 10 games back, big series for them, obviously. I'm not a huge Stripling fan, but a lefty coming into New York, I did lean Toronto, left them on the desk. I know you're a big Scooble fan. Uh, Texas scored three in the ninth for us to cover the run line yesterday. Detroit can't score. They cannot score. Um, here's the shocker. I think you're going to think it's a shocker. Overnight, Valdez and Houston was 190 mm -hmm. against Giolito. You never see that with Giolito. Uh, and the corrected line was 160. Uh, I think Houston gets it done. I respect the opening number. I can't pay that kind of number. I, I Full game run line. Imagine that at home. I lean that one. Um, the St. Louis-Boston game, you know me in totals. St. Louis was team total was four and a half juice to minus 135. Boston was uh, four and a half juiced over as well at 130. The Sox have gone down to uh, gone to minus 145. If I knew everyone could get tens, I would say take the over tonight. We had some rain all over the East Coast, Cape Cod, torrential day, uh, downpours. The ball's going to fly today in Boston at Fenway. I think both teams score five at least. I think that game goes flying over. Yeah, it's um, Boston's a Boston is um, it's an it's a it's a over park. I mean, you know, they they a lot of times, especially in the summer, not not so much in the spring, but in the summer, man, that, that ball flies out of there. Um, and you know, um, uh, Wainwright is a uh, I need to get the ball hit to the right people to make outs kind of pitcher. 
Uh, balls in play, they go to the they go to the fielder, they throw them out. But if they don't get them thrown to the, the to the fielder, he can get in trouble real fast. And you know, Boston's had a pretty good offense here, so so I don't mind that at all. I don't I don't. And in St. Louis, you know, as long as as long as Goldschmidt didn't break his leg going on the going on the plane, that 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 team can score some runs because uh, that guy's carrying that team. Um, and the other game that I, I stayed away again, I, I thought it kind of smelt a little was Minnesota and, and Arizona. Uh, Minnesota opened at 140 last night, corrected number of 128. I mean, I'm not a Smeltzel fan, you know that. You don't know what you're getting from Bob Gardner. Uh, I exclaimed Minnesota, I stayed away. And then Cleveland and the Dodgers, I mean, it's Kershaw. What, third start back since the IL? I think it's the second. Second, okay. Uh, Cleveland, uh, you know, again, uh, pesky. I, I'll put them in that Baltimore category. Uh, they're, 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 they're over 500 now, right? 32 and 27. I mean, shit. I mean, you, nobody's going to sit here and tell you that except for, uh, you know, uh, they, they are on our um, overs list for team wins, by the way. Ah, look at us go. Woo. So the board's yours. Take it away. So um, New York, Toronto, right? We talked about that a little bit. Montgomery and Stripling. What I found interesting about this matchup when, when, I, when I pulled it up is looking at the numbers. If I click this back to Sierra instead of, um, instead of uh, Whip, um, um, the, 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 number, the number one pitcher uh, today is Hunter Green. He's number one in Sierra. Um, but uh, Ross Stripling is number seven out of the 30 pitchers that are pitching today. And uh, Jordan Montgomery is number eight. And you flip it to whip, walks plus hits divided by innings pitched. Um, you know, what you run into is um, these are the top two guys, top two uh, of keeping guys off base, right? So if these guys are off base, um, it's going to be hard to score. So you my thought was that, you know, you're you're looking at uh, probably um, probably unders in this game. Um, you know, the, the the Yankees struggled yesterday to score against uh, Tampa Bay. Um, Toronto got beat yesterday, so you know it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those things that I, I look at this and think, you know, there's nine runs there. That doesn't mean they're going to go out and get nine runs. These are two two pretty good pitchers, and Ross Stripling's had a pretty good season, so. Um, I stayed off of it. Um, I think I think a lot of people are going to want to take the Yankees anytime they can get them for you know 110, 115, one you know 125 something like that uh, because you know how they're 30 some games over 500 and they've only played 50 games or something. So so you know um, when you get a team like that and you can you can get that kind of number. I think people are going to be all over that. But I, I don't. I didn't play it. Um, I think it's going to be a, a a lower scoring uh, kind of whoever gets the last, you know, home run kind of thing is going to win. Um, that Texas and Detroit game I did play. I did play Scooble. I like Scooble. I think Scooble is one of the 10 best pitchers in baseball. I don't think people give him credit for that. And I think he's going to be facing John Gray today. And and Gray is, you know, um, at best an average pitcher. Um, and I know Detroit's not scoring runs. I get it. Um, they 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 couldn't hold off Texas yesterday. Um, so and they and they they, they you know it's going to be one of those kind of oh my god games that you got to you got to hold your nose and go oh my god. Um, but it's just so much more 
to the idea that um, you got Scooble at 2.95 Sierra, and then you got uh, Gray, he's at 3.89. So you got one run edge in, in, in the Sierra number. But when you flip it over and you start to look at strikeouts, you know, and, and guys that get on base, Scooble's a 9.0, um, uh, and he walks – uh, he walks 1.2 guys per, per nine innings. And then when you flip it over and you look at Gray, he walks four guys in it per nine per, per nine innings, four. So so now your Sierra number looks a little better. You're you got more guys on base. The batting average against for John Gray is 211, which is pretty good for him. Um, and for Scooble, um, his his whip rate is 0.93. He's not giving up a guy, you know, per inning and, and you flip it over to the gray and he's got 1.23, which is about average. So I think Scooble's the better pitcher. Um, I I didn't play this game full game yesterday, so I lost that game. I was I played at first five and, and you know, it was zero zero. So I had Texas in the first five yesterday. Um, so I lost that one. But I did win with Wheeler yesterday on the run line, but um, should have won both games. But whatever, it doesn't matter. I didn't bet it that way. So today I'm playing Scooble because um, I think he just he's just a much better pitcher. So, you know, he's going to have to hold down the fort and keep the guys from scoring base. Now, you you talked about uh, Giolito and you talked about Houston, and I don't think people are giving Houston the credit where credit is due. Yes, people recognize they're a good team, but I still think they think they're the team that goes out and hits 75 million home runs and bats 400 and, and gets on base all the time. That's not who they are. Um, they're an average. They're an average offense. They're not. A, they're not a dynamic offense. Um, their their offensive numbers right now aren't bad, um, but um, there's a new leader in the clubhouse against left-handed pitchers. Jeff, it is the White Sox. The White Sox are number one in Major League Baseball hitting left-handed pitchers. Um, and Valdez, he's he's been awesome so far. And, and it's not because he goes and strikes everybody out because he's not that guy. He doesn't go out and strike. He only gets 7.4 strikeouts per nine innings. What he does is he gets ground balls. He induces ground ball after ground ball after ground ball after ground ball. I mean, the, the more so than – it's like record-setting level at this point. So the the biggest and – I, and I looked at that number and I go, holy shit, that, that number is too high. And then I looked at what's going on with Giolito. And here's – I don't know if people really realize what's going on with Giolito. So let me pull up Giolito for a second. Lucas Giolito, um, uh, game log. Here we go. Oops, right, the wrong button. We get the right button. There it is. All right, so Giolito, his last three starts. Well, let's just go back last five starts. Game score 41, game score 31, game score 25, game score 61, game score 46. Jeff, he's got a game score of 48 for the season. That's not what he normally does. And and he's he's not got the big – he's still got the big strikeouts, but what he's got is big walks. He's walking guys. Like he in that game against Texas, uh, he pitched five innings, gave up four runs, six hits, three walks. Um, against uh, the Tampa Bay, the, the time before that, he gave up two walks, two walks, four walks, two walks, one walk. I mean, he's just walking guys. You're putting guys on base. You're you're getting hit. You're going to give up runs, and that's how Houston scores, right? They they'll take their walks. So I can't sit here and support the White Sox, even though I thought I could. 
Um, I wanted to. I just uh, just went on the DraftKings. Uh, two uh, props for anyone listening for some pizza and beer money. Uh, Tucker over a half plus 450 uh, for the homer. And uh, Alvarez is plus 340 tonight. Two lefties that should do pretty well tonight. Um, that Oakland-Kansas City game, are you kidding me? Uh, Jeff, I mean, how do you do that? How, how how do you how do you go and say how do you go and say I don't I don't care how good Frankie Montas is I mean they, they act like Frankie Montas is I don't know the best pitcher on the West Coast or something two of the worst offenses with an under over of seven guys okay I guarantee you this after three it'll be three to three you watch those games that you don't think no one's gonna score are the ones that score the most uh, I mean Oakland. Oakland has won. Um, um, where's my other numbers? Dun, dun, dun. So, so if I go look at Oakland for just a second, and and and, and I'm sorry, I don't have it pulled up, but here, here it is. So, Oakland, Oakland at home. They've played 30 games at home. They've won seven. They've won seven times out of 30 games at home, and they're going to go and make them a 160 favorite. Come on, man. Um, I get it. I get it. You're 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 going to play against a team that's not very good, um, but you know you can't you can't make this team a 160 favorite over anybody. So um, I'm not going to play on it. I'm not going to even. I just looked at that and I said that's ridiculous and moved on. I didn't even look at. It. I didn't even. I didn't even handicap the game. Um, that LA game with um, Lorenzen and Ray. Um, you know, I don't really like Lorenzen, but every time I've bet against Lorenzen, I've had issues. And you know how I feel about Robbie Ray. I'm not betting on Robbie Ray. So so that turned me off of that game. Um, you know, Lorenzen's been one of those guys that, you know, he, he came over to the Angels as a relief pitcher and then he stretched him out, got stretched out in spring training, which I don't understand because everybody else couldn't get stretched out, but this guy could. So now this guy's throwing five innings, six innings, seven innings. He's throwing like a starter does. His problem is, is he doesn't have starter stuff to go that far. Um, and at some point in time, he's going to get hit. Um, but Seattle hasn't been hitting. Um, of course, the Angels don't hit either right now. So so how do you play this game? Um, it's the, the, the total seven and a half in a game with Mike Lorenzen pitching. So I'm like, okay, this, this game doesn't make sense. So I'm moving on. And then uh, I do like what you said about um, Wainwright and Walker and being over. I, I think Wainwright gets hit. Um not sure what to think of Walker right now. I mean, he's been so good at some points in time. And, um, he, he, you know, in my mind, in my mind, you might as well play on Boston. Um, I, I don't mind that because uh, I don't uh, – what what I think is going on in St. Louis is people think that the whole offense is hitting. It's not. The whole offense is not. It's just a couple guys that are carrying the whole damn team. Um, that Minnesota-Arizona game – uh, I look at it this way. Bumgarner's a better pitcher than Smelter, but can you bet against Minnesota's offense against Arizona's offense? I don't know if you can or not. The number's 128. That's probably a pretty fair number. Uh, so I didn't like that one at all. And Minnesota can't hit lefties either. Uh, so then you got – I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that without actually uh, – I get them mixed up with Milwaukee half the time. So let me double-check what I just said. Um, in this, yeah, they're 17th. So, so they're not as good as they should be against lefties, put it that way. Then you got Kershaw and Plesak, and I'll bet against Plesak every day. 
I, I don't like him at all. So, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go betting on Kershaw until he can get his arm figured out. So anyway, that's kind of how I saw the board today. Tomorrow, um, blah, 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 blah. Tomorrow morning, um, I will have to fly solo. Actually, you off tomorrow morning, right? Mm-hmm. All right, me and Scotty will do a bre- breakfast bankroll. We'll get you ready for Saturday. Um, there on Sunday, Father's Day, uh, I have a real early morning engagement, it's a yearly ritual. Um, I should be back by 11 a.m. Um, I will fly solo, guys, for all you guys listening. Uh, I'll get you up to speed on what the board looks like. Um, we'll be quick to the point. We'll get everyone set up for the final round of the U.S. Open as well uh, there. Closing thoughts, Scott. Um, closing thoughts are is um, um, don't bet the games that you don't feel comfortable betting. Don't be taking chances right now. Uh, you don't want to take chances. Bet on shit that's good because there's 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 enough out there right now that um, um, you don't have to take, you know, it's like we talked about the other day, right? We talked about um, uh, the Yankees where, where it was Cortez and, and McClanahan. And I said, well, I think the Yankees are probably going to be the better side here, but I don't have to bet the game. Because, you know, theoretically it was a coin flip and uh, yeah, the Yankees won, I think, four to one or it was four to three or something. Um, but the, the point the point that I'm trying to make is there are good spots to, to go. And, and here's what I would also tell you is in those good spots, don't be afraid to put a little extra out there. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're picking on Washington. We're picking on the Cubs. We're, we're picking on certain teams right now. And when you're picking on those teams, don't be afraid to put some extra money out there because, because that's how you make your money. You make your money against the teams that are struggling. And when they, especially when they play the teams that are doing good, it's, it's real hard to turn yourself into an understanding that the Washington nationals are going to beat the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, it's just not going to happen. So so don't be afraid to put some money out there because that's how you make money when you when you do this, right? I mean, you can't put five dollars out there and expect to get seventy thousand dollars back unless you're putting some stupid risk in and all that stuff to go with it. But if you put, if you if you're a normal hundred dollar better and you decide you want to put one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars out there, go for it. Help yourself out a little bit and just have that one game uh, if you wanted to do it that way, and then you move forward and you kind of kind of make it happen from that level. So so my thoughts are is be a little bit more specific right now and uh, because you don't have to bet on the games that are close. Bet on the games that are going to be where you have big edges and don't be afraid to put a little bit of money out there. And um, I put some stuff in the Discord too, Jeff, you might like on um, uh, college football today. Yes, and I, I'm going to close with this, guys. It's Father's Day weekend. Um the Triple Crown and Horses has left the barn. The NBA is all done. Uh, we're in game two of the Stanley Cup tomorrow. U.S. Open this weekend. We'll still have another major with the British Open coming up. The, the fact is, it's going to be baseball will be the headliner. Now, I have Andrew McGinnis on on Wednesdays. We talk about the CFL. There will be other options out there. But the fact of the matter is this, guys, is 
uh, I can't stress this enough. You know, if you wave the white flag now to regroup, it's all up to you. I get it. It's summer. I get the fact the kids are out of school. I get the fact that the wife wants you to take a break. You got the cottage down on the beach. I get all that. Scott gets all that. We get all that. If you need a break, you need a break. But there is a lot of money out here to be grinding. And Scott's talking about the hot teams. <coughs> Excuse me. Who's hot? Who's not? Go against them. You know, you couldn't, you know, the Braves lost. After a long, long winning streak, after they lose one, you're supposed to go against them the second day. After a long, long losing streak, you win one, you're supposed to take them again the second day. Now, I don't have the pitching matchups tomorrow. I can't back the Cubs, but it'll be interesting to see what the matchup is. Morton did no harm today. It was just Thompson, as Scotty would say, on a bounce back, who had been pretty good, who laid an egg in the Bronx on Sunday that ended up cashing today. It was actually the bullpen, I assume, uh, the sport late. We got Kyle so, Wright um, and Justin Steele tomorrow. Yeah, Steele. Is he going to be steel or is he going to be aluminum can? You watch. And I'm a big Wright fan as it is. So I think Wright will probably be around minus 180 or 85 tomorrow, something stupid like that. But anyways, listen, it's Friday. Go out, grab some appetizers. Grab a couple cold ones. You earned it. It's been a long, long week. Don't leave any pizza on the oven. Don't end up sleeping on the couch. Uh, it's Father's Day weekend. So to all the fathers out there, enjoy. Do something that you like. You know, whether it's going outside, going to a beach. I go to a car show on Sundays uh, for Father's Day. Usually get a round of golfing. I don't know if I will this year. But the fact of the matter is uh, a lot of things to do to occupy your time. And uh, me and Scott and ECSI will do all the legwork and all the groundwork to get you ready and hopefully to that pay window there. So with that said, if you are wagering tonight, please do it responsibly. If you do have a problem, pick up the phone. There is an 800 number available. Ask for help. Why myself and myself and Scotty care. We want to see you here today, tomorrow, next week, next month, through 2022 and beyond. From myself, Jeff Dawson at EC Sports Invest. From the one and only Scott E. Webb at Webby 20 MLB. We wish everyone a blessed evening. Have some fun. Cash a few tickets. And we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning.